Hey everyone, welcome to the Professor and Friends podcast. This is kind of different. <laughs> this is going to be different. I have with me my girlfriend, Virginia. We call her Gia for short. Hello. Her trail name is Grace. We'll get into that later. Um, Don't but be I'm not definitely not jealous, and I'm not near as bruised. <laughs> but um, wanted to discuss a couple of the trips that we've been on. It's been uh, been a few months now since Thanksgiving. We went to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Now, I wanted to go to Santa Fe because a couple years ago, we had been through Santa Fe doing the Enchanted Rockies Trail, and I really liked the old part of downtown, and it was uh, it was really neat. I wanted to go back there. I knew the Carson National Forest was there, and I wanted to uh, experience a little bit of that, and but then also see some things around town. So I did a little research and uh, came up with some places for us to eat, some places for us to visit. And it was supposed to be extremely cold, mm -hmm. like down in the teens at night. The yes. days were nice. Days were gorgeous. Because of the elevation, the nights were going to be cold. So we decided to get a camping cabin at the KOA, which I'm glad we did. That was a wise that move. Was. Wise move. Yeah. It, we had a heater that would run all night long. That's right. It was good. It was good. And, you know, we didn't have to worry about setting up the tent in the snow and taking it down all crispy every morning and everything <laughs> all wet. And we had a nice bathroom, hot showers, all the comforts of home except just a few things. <laughs> so I remember we rolled into town let's see we, we left pretty early uh -huh. stayed in uh, Amarillo. Amarillo at that real kitschy um, like it was an old like Days Inn or something that had been redone yeah uh, not a chain no it was like a person's name mm -hmm. had really good reviews though it did it was a great and, but as we were exhausted and we got in the hotel room only to discover that the smoke alarm oh my god was, <laughs> was not working it was beeping and I think what eventually you took it off the ceiling and put it in the refrigerator the refrigerator that was your first <laughs> that was the very first thing we did. Was, I was not about to listen to that beeping. And then night. we could still hear it in the fridge. So yeah. we took out one battery and then discovered there was another battery. That, mm -hmm. that was quite. Yeah, right was, off the bat. That was an ordeal. It was so cold outside. Yes. And we, I just did not want to go outside, so we made it work. Yeah. Um, they had a good breakfast, but then we stopped at the uh, Cadillac Ranch. Yes. Beautiful morning. Took a few pictures. Quite a few people there. Yeah, it was re just really crisp and clear, yeah. and yeah. But then we rolled into Santa Fe. It was early, late afternoon. Late afternoon, about yeah. three, 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 yeah. four o'clock. And I had found this. Let's see. I gave you the papers so you could look and see, pick us out a place to eat because yes. we were hungry. And because uh, we did like a little picnic going down the road for lunch, that's that's kind of what we, we do. We are good we picnickers. Picnic lunchers. Yes. 
Give us some meat and cheese and a mm. little bit of fruit. We're good. Love it. Love it. Uh-huh. But you look down the list of things, and I got these off of Diner Drives, dri- Diners, Diners Drive-Ins, and Dives. I think the website was Diner Drive-In Dives Locations. Dot com and so I found a few then I circled a few that I like and we ended up going straight to one when we mm-hmm. got to town we were so hungry it was called um it's the Tip Top Cafe Tip, was that it Tip Top Cafe I do not remember let me see if I can find the picture really I fast. think it was called the Tip Top Cafe it was something something cafe but yeah. they ended up having a, a very good tune up, tune up, cafe. tune up, tune up. That's, That's right. That's tune right. Not tuna, tune up <laughs> cafe. And I remember they had a very good selection of local foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of a neat place because you walk in and they had the menu like hanging up above the register, and you walk in, you say what you want, and they bring it to your table. Mm-hmm. But I remember you were excited because they had pupusas. Yes, I adore a good pupusa. Give me some El Salvadorian food mm. any day and I'm good. They had, I think that first day, it was I got a chili relleno omelet. It was a mm-hmm. whole chili relleno inside an omelet. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And you got the tacos. I got some... Uh, did you get tacos? I did get tacos. They were um, brisket, I think. Brisket mm, tacos. So good. So good. In fact, it w- the food was so good and the atmosphere was so good, we decided to go back again. <laughs> no, I said, so. I need to go back a second time. Yeah, we had to go back a second I had it because I, I didn't get all the food that I needed to try. Yeah. Plus, they had cake. And Mr. Professor is doing a fantastic job of eating healthy. That's right. And... and but I still need cake occasionally. Yeah. And they had cake. That they was did. amazing. Homemade cake. Oh, my word. Yeah. So, yeah, when we went back, uh, I got the pupusas and the El Salvadorian plate with all kinds of good stuff on it. It was it was fun because the way that we eat, we, <laughs> we both like the same things, but we order different things and then we eat off each other's plates. Yes, that's what I like. That way we can try everything. That's one of my... Important <laughs> parts of a relationship. Relationship quality. Sharing yeah. food. Sharing is caring. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, let's see, I don't remember what we did that day, but. We went to, we went to the plaza after we ate. There. Downtown? Yeah, we, we ate, we checked in, and then we went to downtown. Right. That's right. Because, yes. um. We wanted to find um, there was a uh, there was a chapel and there was also the oldest church mm-hmm. in the United States. Yes. The fifth continental United States is there. Yes, and I wanted to see the Loretto Chapel with the staircase as well. That's right next door to it. Yes, and yeah. and so we went downtown, tried to find a place to park, and you found this place. Uh, <laughs> I think that at the KOA, they were trying to tell us directions on where the parking lot places were. <laughs> and we were in my FJ. And I didn't Jacked know. up, three-inch lift, big tires, rooftop tent. <laughs> and the place you tried to send us was? 
a parking garage. Parking garage. Which I did not know. I, it was a, yeah. That was a learning experience for me. Yeah, we got I'm there like, and you said, there it is right there. And I said, that's a parking garage. I can't fit in there. <laughs> little and girl does so not So I just go kept going. Garage. And fortunately, right. right next door was a parking lot. Yes. That did not have a six-foot <laughs> roof on it. <laughs> With an interesting, uh, a little hut. A little, little man came out of the hut, took yeah, our money. Took our money, let us park there. Yeah. And we went a walking. And uh it was it was really neat. We we walked down through past all the shops and different things and ended up going right to the church. Um and it was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so neat to see all the the things that were in there that was so old. Still a working church, still had uh, people that were in there, they had it decorated all up for. It was uh, about to start Advent, right? Advent, mm-hmm. yeah, Advent was starting, so they had everything decorated up for that. And you got to walk through, you could pray, light a candle, do whatever. Yeah, uh, really gorgeous stained glass windows. Oh, beautiful! And then the light would come through the windows, and it would just re- reflect and project on the walls that were all white, and so mm-hmm. it was just like walking through rainbows. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty. Yeah. And it was neat because they had somebody in the back who was a worshiper there mm-hmm. and was there to answer questions. So that always makes it a little bit more special when you have somebody yeah. who's a part of the congregation that really cares about the church. So true. So true. And it was free to get in. Yeah. They had a little bookstore right there in the front. You could donate uh, money to it to keep it going if you wanted. Uh, they had all the the priests, pictures of the priests that were in there. They had paintings of all the apostles. They had pictures of mary everywhere it was just the decor was just amazing yeah we left there and we went over to the chapel and that had that cost five dollars a piece yeah uh, to get in and it was so crowded i remember it being so crowded that was definitely more tourist trappy yeah uh it has the uh spiral staircase that has no nails or screws Mm-hmm. It was fitted together by wood, and they think it has like special powers or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. But they had it blocked off so you couldn't touch it. Yeah. You couldn't like withdraw any of the power from it. <laughs> I know. You I know. We could just look, look at, at it, it. Look at it, look take at pictures it. and yes. stuff like that. So. But they, what is it that they said they still don't understand how it's standing after all these years? Right. Yeah. They had some architects, engineers yeah. or something come look at it. and Yes. It's one of those. Modern, modern marvels that was done hundreds of years ago. They yes. can't believe it's still up, but it was it was a neat place. It was. It was just too crowded. It was so crowded, and yeah. with just lots of. Well, we went down, went back down to the square, and got to see the Indian dance. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what tribe he was from or what Indian. Yeah. I can't remember, but he had his full regalia on, top to bottom, feathers on the top, deer skins on the bottom and everything in between. And it looked like a, like rooster tails coming out the back, too. Mm-hmm. It was very... He was, he was really neat. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed watching him. He told about his people and different things. And then the street vendors that were lined up down through there. Uh, it was just, it was just a neat experience. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was a pretty cool. It was first a good, day. yes, it was a great start for the trip. And then we, uh, you were on a quest. I was on a quest. He had, you hadn't just made a list of all the 
places from diners, drive-ins, and dives, you had also <laughs> done your research mm-hmm. on grocery stores. Grocery stores. Somebody... Local grocery stores. Yes. I wanted to pick up, uh, you know, the older I get, the souvenirs that I buy is always food. Uh-huh. It's always food. Well, so you can't I... go wrong. I mean, Mm-mm. it's delicious. It is. And I wanted to get some spices. I wanted to find some chicharrones. Which I was introduced to the joy of a New Mexican chicharrones. Yes. I've they been, I've had converted. Some at, the res- at the restaurant, they had a little deli there where you could get some food in order. And they had some chicharrones that first day. And, uh, and so we went through there and picked out a few things. But I wanted, I was on a quest for some fresh roasted green chilies and i had been through there before and i didn't know where you could buy them and and i was really hoping they had them and as soon as you walk in the door there's a freezer right there by the register and they had them they were they were they had hot super hot mild and i was like we're turning the fridge on (laughs) we're taking these home i got tons of them and I wanted it them was like Christmas. It, it was. Like Christmas I loved came it. early. I loved that was it. we could have gone we could have turned around and gone home and I think you would have you would have been like mission accomplished. It was amazing. I was so excited to be able to put those in the fridge freezer and keep them up there and be able to take them home because you can't get those in Arkansas. You yeah. can't you can't get the fresh ones like that. So we made a trip back to that same grocery store two more times. Two, at least two more times. Two more times because we kept because um we I kept wanting more chicharrones. Yeah. And the chicher what do they call them? The chicharronero. The person who makes yeah. the chicharrones only works some certain days. Certain days. Certain days. So it was the first day. The first day was the only day that we were able to get fresh chicharrones, oh, and no. they were so good. So disappointing. Oh, but the but the other days, <laughs> I think every time we went in the store, we walked out with more green chilies. More green chilies. More green chilies. I didn't want to seem like a glutton <laughs> and buy all of them at once. So we just went in there every day, and I just bought a few. Yeah. So that was nice. But uh, we went back to the went back to the cabin, unpacked. We were tired because we had drove so many miles those first few days. Had us a little picnic there in the cabin. Went took a shower, took a bed, and decided to start fresh the next day. Now the next day, that's when we took off for. We went to Chimayu first, right? Uh, it was either there or Bandelier. Did we go to Chimayu first? I think we went to Chimayu first. So we were told about... Yeah, we went to Chimayu first. A little town that was north of there. We took the... Who was the person that wrote that email to you? Because that was such a good email. Uh, one of the pers- people that follow the, the podcast had sent me uh, an email telling me... Okay, if you go here, I've been here a thousand times. This is where you need to go. This is how you need to get there. This is what you need to do. And so we went over the email. He said, Chimayu is a definite stop. He said, you got to go here. And he said, take this road. This is the best way there. Now, I had heard of Chimayu before because a buddy of mine had told me that they had the best roasted red chili powder in all of New Mexico. And I don't know what's different about it, but um, 
It definitely was different. So we decided to go to Chimayu the next day mm-hmm. and uh, and see that. So we headed off, and it was on the the scenic highway to Taos, mm-hmm. and went up in a beautiful highway going up through there. Yes, came into Chimayu, and we visited the the old 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 church that they said was like a a mecca. Yeah. For the Catholics. Like, like the pilgrimage. It's one of the right. most frequented pilgrimage places in the United States. For Catholics, yes. yes. And uh, so we get there, find a way in. We go in there, beautiful chapel. Right next to it, they had, it was kind of like a lean-to where they had the, the holy dirt. Yes, um, that if you... And that room right off where the holy dirt was, there were all those crutches and canes yeah. and that people left behind from their heel after yeah, after, being after they had been healed from the dirt. Yes, but you take this dirt and you put it on. You, there's a little prayer. Yeah. That they encourage you to say with it to recognize the 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 work of God mm-hmm. and and then they encourage you to put that dirt on whatever. Rub it all over. Rub, everything yeah, that hurts. the the part that ails you. Everything that hurts. So yeah. you might have, I might have packaged taken a little package of dirt. Yeah. I took it home. I gave it to Nell, my yeah. sister, and I said, "You need to make a tea out of this." Yeah, <laughs> <So>. definitely. <laughs> well, it was it was neat uh, because you walk into this room and there's a dirt floor, and then there's a little place in there with a little shovel, and you can just shovel some of this dirt out, or you can stand in there and pour the dirt over your head. It was mm-hmm. it was an interesting place. Yeah, but that was another really neat spot because. It's an active, vibrant congregation. It is. And we, we got there right before mm-hmm. they were about to have their mass. Yes. So we actually got to sit and watch the priest come in and do all the prayers and set everything up for mass. Yeah. So, yeah, and the altar, like, I think there was a gentle, like, a gentleman or a lady there that worked with the altar guild, so they were getting stuff ready. And yeah. It was just, and then there was a parishioner that showed up, like, parishioners that were showing up and starting mm-hmm. there. And while we were in the room... Next to the church where the dirt is, we actually heard the pastor preaching and them mm-hmm. singing and all that. So yeah. that was a neat experience. Yeah, and, then and we- that was like a little village around there. So we walked, we walked around through there, ended up going into this little shop. <laughs> Met the neatest. Met the neatest guy. <laughs> he was an artist. Yes. Coffee maker. Cookie baker. Cookie baker. Talker. Yes. And owned one of the mountains over yes, there. Yes, he's, I own the mount, that mountain. Own that mountain. that mountain. Yeah, so we didn't know it, but we get in there, we look at all this art, and he's like, yeah, I painted that yesterday. Yeah, I painted that when I was drunk. Yes, that, that's uh, when do I Do you was, want some coffee? That's when I was drinking. Yeah. That's when. Yeah, he reminded me of the little drunk mouse that's on, um, what's the mouse? Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez. Yes. He was, oh, this gentleman was so... He was so neat. He was such a character and so much fun. Oh, I made these cookies yesterday. You have to have some cookies. Try some coffee. I'll make you some coffee. Oh, he had some coffee there that they make specially there that had the Chimayu red chili powder in it. It was so good. And it was, he was so excited because it was a French French press. press. And we had to wait forever. (laughs) He had like a little propane stove in the back of his store. Yes. They heated the water up, made the French press, poured me some coffee. He was so excited. And I usually don't buy a lot of souvenirs because the experience is my souvenir. Yeah. But I did buy from him 
because he, whenever the 400-year-old tiles, the old tin tiles would blow off the roof of a church, he would go grab them, mm-hmm. and he would make stuff out of them. So I got um, a Christmas ornament for my Christmas tree, and then I Nell's birthday had just been right before, so I got her some earrings that he made out of the... Mm. The tin tiles. So he would add, like, he would cut shapes out of them and add beads and twist them and everything mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, he was... even showed us his little place where he sat and made all the things, yeah. which was really neat. Uh, so, he was, we even took a selfie with him. Yeah. We, we liked him so much. So, yeah. he was a neat guy. Yeah. We went from there down into the children's chapel. And the children's chapel was one of my favorite places. I think that was neat because all the artwork was geared toward kids uh the whole decor was geared towards kids it It was was... it was very maximalist it was i mean it had like sculptures of trees on the wall with Mm -hmm. the branches coming out and it was so just colorful and artistic Mm -hmm. and then they had a room off to the side like another little prayer room that with me like places where you could kneel and pray but it had just hundreds of pictures of kids on the walls and Mm -hmm. With um, people, and it's and it was specifically putting pictures up to ask people to pray for you. Yeah, and the ceiling had baby uh-huh. shoes. Yes. The ceiling was completely covered with baby shoes. Yeah. It was beautiful, but it was, it was so really vibrant nice. and colorful. It was every every color and just, yeah, just really neat. It was so neat. I loved it. Yeah. That was one of my favorite places. I did. And they were also about to have mass there, so... Uh, we walked around a little bit more, went into another shop, bought some Chimayu red chili powder, which was five times more money than regular New Mexico chili powder that was fresh. Um, so I had to have some of that and uh, bought a few more things. I can't remember. Little magnets, of course. Gotta magnets. Have the magnets. Gotta have the magnets for the fridge. And then we left there and went to um, the cafe. Chimayu. Rancho de Chimayu. Rancho de Chimayu, which is a little restaurant, cafe, that is very well known. And this is when we started realizing that we just might have perfect timing. We got yeah. to Chimayu, like the cathedral, right before everybody got there. Right when they opened. We got to the little, we got to Rancho de Chimayu right, right when, when they opened. Right when they opened. And we got it our is- name on the list, so as soon as they started serving at 11... We were like the third ones on the list, uh-huh. and uh, it was very classy place. It was. If you get there early, you can you can go sit in the bar the and have a drink, open, yeah. have a coffee, and sit by the fire and just wait for your table to yeah, be ready. It just it was so old school with the open fires and yeah, and uh, it was it was so neat. But so. When they seat us, they seat us by this really nice couple that we talked to a little bit. But um, the food was so, so good. Good. I think I got we got green chili stew. Green chili stew was out as of this a, world as an appetizer. So good. And then taquitos. Yes. Yeah, so do you like the way that I say that? Taquitos. Taquitos. <laughs> Some a little bit fancier those. than what you get at the Seven Eleven. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And they had like, oh, this um, it's this squash. It's kind of like a zucchini that they make this um vegetable accompaniment for everything, and that was so so fresh so and vibrant. Good. It was all so what good. Did, 
What did you get? I think I got, uh, did I get the enchiladas? Maybe. But I remember they gave us a sopapilla. They gave us sopapillas. Everything came with sopapillas. So good. So, it was so good. It was uh, delicious. We left there and drove north up into the Carson National Forest. We and, found snow. And we found snow. Um, up until that point, everything had like a little dusting on it. Uh, but it seemed like right when we got to the sign that said, you're entering a four-wheel drive only area, it's like God dumped the snow. <laughs> Starting right there. And it went from a dusting to about 30 inches. Yes. Uh, it was so deep. Little girl was so happy. Oh. She was so FJ, happy to be prancing and rolling so through the... glad to finally be off pavement, get in that snow, and play around. I put it in four-wheel drive, and we just took off. And we probably went 30-something miles up through there, and... uh Saw some beautiful sights up through there and uh, had just a great time doing it. It probably took us four and a half hours. It did. To go about 30 miles. Yeah. We stopped. You, I, we stopped and mm-hmm. would stop Had to go to the, the bathroom in the woods <laughs> in, the, uh, in the snow. Don't eat the yellow snow. Because <laughs> we made some. And uh, took a few pictures. Lots of scenic vistas. Oh my goodness. It was so beautiful. And the Garmin Overlander just took us right through there and showed us where to go. And we were, we were coming out and fixing to uh, go do some more. We decided to head on back. It was getting kind of late. so There was one spot along the road that was just so beautiful because the pines, it was a hairprint, there was a hairpin curve right around kind of like a little lake or a creek or something. Mm-hmm. And so the pine trees were just towering and feathery just so close to us. And it just felt like we were in this little enchanted tunnel mm-hmm. traveling through the forest it was so, so beautiful. beautiful and the sun was just perfect through there you yeah. got some great pictures but yeah that was that was a good time that was a good time the drive up to there that that scenic highway to go into taos is just yeah unreal what's yeah. the there's a rock formation that it looks like an animal is it a camel is that what they say camel, camel rock, rock. Camel Rock. Yeah, that was one of the pictures that the, the that the man at Chimayu had. Remember, he was like, oh, yeah. and this is the Camel Rock. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> we saw, there was also that cemetery. There was also that cemetery. Cemetery was at the very that, end. It was really, really beautiful and ornate. And it reminded me of the cemetery at, what is it, the ghost town? The Oh, at, uh. The one Terlingua. That, yeah, it yeah. reminded me of that a little yeah. bit. Where every single uh, place has it's, its own little, little fence. Exactly. Around there. Yeah, yeah it and, was really and people pretty. come during the Day of the Dead and decorate them all up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that was definitely a lot like that. Yeah. But we went back, uh, got some rest, got a shower. The next day we went to... Bandelier. That's when we didn't went to Bandelier. Bandelier National Monument. Now, yes. Bandelier is a place where the cave dwellings, mm-hmm. or the cliff dwellings, the I'm cliff, sorry. Yeah. Uh, where you can walk down past the visitor center um, and see where they had all the cliff dwellings. And it was so neat to see where people had just dug into the side of a mountain and lived. Yeah. It was, uh, it was really neat. That was, uh, we had a little picnic there. Uh, in the FJ, and, and um, 
we the, hiked uh fry, we did the fry, fry trail, trail because we were at bandolier the main trail is so busy and so we just saw a little dirt trail going up from the main trail mm-hmm. so we it went straight up yeah it did the side of the mountain you yes. got some great views up there you did got fantastic views of the canyon yeah. and the valley and then but didn't have nearly the amount of people there were just a few people that we saw so it was nice to yeah wasn't very many up there because it was a very <laughs> steep climb and the ones that we did see only made it about a third of the way up and decided to come back down uh, so we made all the way up came back down and then when we came back down we noticed one of the uh, park rangers mm-hmm. was there. He was an Indian. Yeah. Uh, looked like he was native to there and uh, said hey to him and asked him if he was working all day. And he said he was about to go over to another part of the park we didn't even know was there. And he said, if you like this, you should go to Sinkawi. Yeah. And we're like, like what? What? Sinkawi? And he then he said, and he spelled it for us. Starts said, with a T. He said, yeah, it starts with a T. He goes, yeah, if you like this, you should go to Sinkawi. It's not nearly, you can get right up in there. And he goes, it's not nearly this busy. Yeah. And uh, so we were like, okay, that sounds pretty good. So on the way out, we, we uh, I wanted to look at the campsites that were there. We went to the campsites and then we discovered that there was another trail, a hiking mm-hmm. trail that had a bluff overlook or whatever and it wasn't very long it was a mile and a half or so so we decided to do that went over there and and saw some amazing views of the canyon Mm -hmm. that goes down through there and then we came out and went to Sinkawi and I drove right past it yes didn't even see the sign yes and had to turn around and go back and we'd just been on all of these amazing trails we'd seen the cliff the the cliff dwellings, and I jokingly said, what if this turns out to be the neatest trail we've seen all day long? Just yeah. this, you know, little thing by the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Y'all, it was the neatest thing we saw all it was. day long. It was. You go through there, you climb up a ladder, you get on top of the rocks, and you hike on top of the rocks, and you go down a ladder at the other end. And you walk it, you hike along the top of this mesa. Mm-hmm. And it's so, on one side, you look over. I mean, it's this sweeping vista again. But on one side, you look over and you can see the um, highway winding its way through the valley. Mm -hmm. And on the other side, it's just this wide open space of, you know, nothing. So neat. And And then you go down the ladder and then right there are the cliff dwellings. This is like one little house, hut after another. You can just walk through them all. And it's so neat because you can go inside them. There was nobody there. There was like two female ladies that had been hiking, and they were just leaving. So we had the place all ourselves. And they have, I mean, you can see there are all these little notches that they've made that have been made in the rock over the years for people climbing up and accessing them. And there are the most narrow walkways that are only able to put like one, yeah, one leg at a yeah, time. Yeah, the, the hike that, through there was was very neat. He said he had, they had taken a machine and carved out part of the uh, place for you to get back there to him. But I, I thought it was so neat how when you went back in the cave dwellings and when you come out, the view that they had. Uh huh. It was just beautiful. So beautiful. And then we started noticing 
a lot of the hieroglyphics, a lot of the yeah, the, the hieroglyphs or whatever they call them. The yeah, yeah, on the walls and there would be like a man, birds, or birds and, and sons and yeah, and that became really neat to imagine how like them being made thousands of years ago and that they're still yeah, there, still there. It was crazy cool, yeah. but that was a good day. Yeah. That was a good day. I really enjoyed Sinkawi and, and Bandelier. That was that was pretty fun. Yeah. And it was decently close. I mean, we were only about 30 miles out yeah, of town. Yeah, it wasn't so it far was, at all. It was really, really close. It was, and we got back. I mean, Sinkawi, we finished, what was it, like maybe three, four? It was just right before the, right before dusk. Like, mm -hmm. it was late afternoon. It was just perfect timing. Mm -hmm. It was just a really full, good full day of mm -hmm. activity. And that was the day that we went back to the cafe and got our pupusas That's because right. we were tired, didn't want to cook. We were like, let's get some more food at the cafe. So that was that was a good day. And that, that was, was another example of perfect timing. Perfect timing. <laughs> we went in. Nobody was there. We were like, are they open? And we went in. We ordered our food. We sat down. And then I bet 40 people came in right after we got there. So it was, it was incredible. Really cool. The next day, we, we drove out to another national forest. I mean, a national park. And I can't remember what that park was called. Pecos? Pecos. Pecos. That's exactly right. It was in the town of Pecos. And it ended up being a historical park where the conquistadors had come through and they had tried to convert the Indians. They had built a church. Uh -huh. And then the Indians had a revolt. And drove them out, and then the conquistadors came back and rebuilt the church. And so there was a little pathway that we walked around uh, to see the church, to see all the places that they had lived that were still there. Yeah, you could climb down. These were in the grounds, their dwellings were. So, mm -hmm. and their, their sacred spaces, they called them what was it? Cavates? Cavates? Mm -hmm. Cavates. And so you could climb a ladder that down into the ground, and it was just this whole, like this large. Yeah, that was. Large really hole in the ground. And then... Very interesting because it was just like a little hole in the ground with a ladder. And they had taken some and they had redone them like what they were back then. And you could yeah. actually climb down in them, see them. Yeah. And then when you got in, it, it was a quite a spacious there. room. Yeah. 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 It was neat. Yeah. And the church, part of the church was still there. So you could see... Uh, several things about the church and, and read about the history and stuff. So that was neat. And then we did another hike that was about 10 miles down the road, still part of the place, but it was a lot of history of uh, the Civil War, War and yeah. Texas and when Texas tried to take over New Mexico as part of Texas and a lot of that stuff. I didn't even know what happened because I didn't pay very much attention in yeah. history class, but uh, that was neat to do that little trail. And, it was about uh, what three miles through three it's about and a half? Three, three and a half miles. Yeah. Yeah. Came back, had a picnic. Had a picnic. Got stopped on the trail by some people. They were like, "Is that your FJ?" Yeah. <laughs> Is that? Yeah. <laughs> we got I to talk to them about the little girl, yes. the FJ. And uh, they were coming. Fun. We were coming one direction. They were coming the opposite. Yeah. And they had two dogs with them, and they had to stop at. That's your FJ? Yeah. You know, it's neat. in the parking lot. That was neat. Yeah. 
And then we went back and uh, I think we went to Trader Joe's. <laughs> went to Trader Joe's and uh, bought a bunch of meat and cheese and everything else you could think of. Goodness gracious, we stocked up. I think we also went to the grocery store again. Went to the big one on the other side of town. That was owned by the same people, but it was like a new, mm-hmm. nice. Um, because the my goodness, never-ending nice. quest for chicharrones. Because yeah. I was, he was looking for green chilies, and as soon as I had chicharrones, I was like, "This is it. This is the reason. <laughs> this is the reason I'm in New Mexico." Yeah, that's it. It's the reason I came. Yes. I wanted the chicharrones and green chilies. Yes. Oh man, and. Let's see. Just the fat on them, though, is so perfectly rendered. It was it's so just this, good. like, crackling. It just reminds me sometimes when mom would, like, render the fat perfectly on, like, pork. And, oh, my gosh. When I was little. And I'd get in trouble for, like, eating the fat off. Yeah. Oh, well. Hmm. Well. Did we? I think we went. The next day we came home. Uh, we got up at 3 o'clock. Started yeah. the drive. Drove all the way back. Stopped at Twelve Corners, whatever that place was. Got coffee while it was still dark. Uh, Klein's Corners. That's it. Klein's, Klein's Corners. Corners. Half the store was closed. It I was know. Uh, the middle of the night. Yes. And uh, then drove the rest of the way home. But we had to get home because the day after that was Thanksgiving. Yes. We had some cooking we had to do, some family stuff. So yeah. uh, you went your way and I went mine. But it was it was such a neat interesting trip all the stuff that we had taken in with the chapels and the churches and and the different things uh the food the grocery stores uh, it was just all so neat to me i just loved every minute of it it was such a fun exploration and then then you throw the off-roading and the snow in there uh-huh. we had a little bit of everything it was what was your favorite part um, I, my favorite part was the day that we went to Chimayu. That Me was Chimayu because that was the Sanctario San, San, de Chimayu, the, the church that's there. And it was meeting the, meeting the gentleman who lived behind the church and was hysterical. Yeah. It was eating at Rancho de Chimayu. It was the national forest. Mm-hmm. That was, that was such a good day. It was a good so much. It was so much fun. I have to agree, yeah. and I believe that's the day we found this little hole in the wall coffee shop right off the bat, and they had some of the <gasps> best, yeah, Ethiopian iconic. pour over coffee. Iconic yes. was the name of it. It was in, in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the city. Yeah. I, I couldn't find it again if if I tried. <laughs> it was like in fact I couldn't find it with all... freaking Google Maps. <laughs> it was in the middle of all these like warehouses and yeah apartments and, and all this. Yes. Other. It was just stuck right in the middle of, of yeah. a weird place. But they probably got cheap rent. I mean, because goodness, nobody could find the place. But there was a lot of people there mm-hmm. when we got there. But it was neat. Iconic was amazing. But once again, pretty good timing because we got there. There was one person in front of us. We turn around. There's 12 people behind us. Weird. It's weird, the timing. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I'm going to say that Chimayu was probably my favorite. If you go to Santa Fe area, you definitely want to do the scenic highway to Taos. Yeah. You want to stop in Chimayu. You want to eat at the Rancho de Chimayu. 
and stop and see the church because the chapels, the churches, the little gift shops, it's such an amazing experience. It is. And the people there are so nice. Yep. Very helpful. And um, I just really enjoyed it. And they're so proud to be from that area. Yeah. They really are really proud of mm -hmm. that. I think, of, yeah, Chimayu was definitely my top favorite, and the second favorite was Sinkawi. Yeah, Sinkawi that was, was awesome. That was one of the most interesting hikes I've ever been on in my life. As, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that long. It was, what, a couple, like three, two miles? Maybe two miles. It wasn't, but it went across the top of the mesa, but just, it was just so interesting, all the different, mm -hmm. it was ladders up and ladders down and clambering over rocks and... Nobody was there. So all the stuff that, you know, that we'd seen at Bandelier where we weren't able to spend as much time because there was a line of people waiting to get mm -hmm. into the little cave as well. None of the, none of that, none of that. Mm -hmm. And it was just so interesting. It was. Yeah. So it was, it was a really good trip. I was very uh, glad that we went to the area uh, because I'd been wanting to go there for a long time. It was good to see. We really enjoyed it. Everything was perfect. The weather was perfect. The days were perfect. Uh -huh. uh, I think New Mexico has some of the best weather. It, I love the cold nights, cool days. Yeah. Uh, Carson National Forest, we got up um, almost 12,000 feet. We got up 11,700-something feet. Uh -huh. So we got we got up there pretty high going over uh, some of the passes. And uh, the, the snow was definitely heavy. But um, it was neat, and uh, I'd do it again. I'd do it again tomorrow. Uh, it's a long way from here, but it's worth it. With the food, the scenery. Yeah. I think that nice. was one thing I didn't realize, that how mountainous it was going to be, that Santa Fe is actually at the southern edge of the Rockies. Mm -hmm. And so I just didn't realize how mountainous it was. Yeah. From not having been there before. But Santa Fe, was, one thing that's really distinctive when you're driving through the city is you just notice that there's no tall signs. Mm -hmm. McDonald's has a short sign. Everybody has very short signs. And so it made me, I don't know, did you do any research? Because it made me think that maybe there was a city ordinance or something that you couldn't block the views of the mountains. I didn't do any research on there, but I remember you saying something about how you noticed that. Yeah. And, um, there were some things that we wanted to do we didn't get to do. We didn't get to go to the... Um, to the museum there was they had a new mexico museum and uh, was, was there another museum that you wanted to no go that to? was it was the that was it yeah we did we get did drive by the capitol building i wanted go to see the capitol, capitol because it's, it's very round. oddly shaped yes it's round it's very distinctive yeah, and it's right down there downtown so we drove yeah. by it a few times but that was that was pretty cool yeah but that was another thing when the day that we thought maybe we'll go in to see the museum, we just happened to find a parking meter that had 45 minutes left on it. Yeah. So I didn't have to pay any parking. Another perfect timing. I know. Yeah. And we got to go walk down through the street vendors and mm -hmm. we went back to the church again and got to see a few things that we hadn't seen the first time we were there. So yeah very neat area we also went to one of the best mexican restaurants yeah tomasitos tomasitas tomasitas i think yeah. what it was called we asked uh somebody uh, oh it was the guy in the, the, the chili uh, the, the green chili factory yes. uh, green chili store who knew 
exactly where Joey was from because he knows where Conway is and stops there. Stops there because he's like, oh yeah, Conway. When we drive over to somewhere in Tennessee yeah. or Georgia or somewhere, they yeah, stop they, there every they, time. Yeah, they yeah. When we go to our cabin that we have, we always stop in Conway to spend yeah. the night. Yeah, we know where that is. So. I told him to look me up, and I'd take him to dinner on his way back through there. So yeah. uh, that'd be that'd be neat if that actually works out. But uh, that was cool. But he recommended that Tomasitas. He said you'll have to wait because it's so good. Everybody goes there, and yeah. I think it was a Friday night then. Yeah. Um, or Saturday night, but something like that. Once but, again, wasn't a bad wait because the bar is right there, and mm-hmm. they'll make you a drink. So I he made me a margarita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I got to enjoy. And the food was excellent. Fantastic. Fantastic. I think, did we share a meal that night? I don't remember. I think so. I think we shared a meal and I got, when we got a bowl of soup, we got a bowl of um, chicken tortilla. Tortilla soup. Uh Uh-huh. And then shared just a plate of Mm -hmm. like everything. It had like all sampler didn't it? Mm -hmm. All kinds of stuff. That's right. Yeah. But uh, I warned you, like I did, uh, on the way, like the night <laughs> before we were supposed to leave, I said, now, more than likely, what's going to happen is I'm going to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and say, you ready to go? <laughs> and so the night before, we packed everything. All we had to do was put our clothes on and stuff like that and, and be gone. And sure <laughs> enough, 3 o'clock came. I didn't have alarm set or nothing. We, I said, we were both you awake. ready to go? He said, let me run to the bathroom and I'll be ready. So we took off out of there, ended up getting home at a decent hour, which I liked. And the other thing that he warned me about, this was so funny. The night before when we were leaving, he goes, okay, I'm in the mindset of we're leaving now. So I'm going to be, it's not that I don't want to talk to you. It's not that I don't want to spend time with you, but I, my mind is going to be just thinking about getting all this stuff done that we need to go. So he turned into his busy little Busy little beaver putting everything away. Mm-hmm. And so I got a lot of pictures of Professor at, yeah. and in the zone. He I was, was in, in the, the zone. zone. Uh, everything's got its little place. Yes, it has We don't have a lot of room, a so place, everything's got its a place. A place for everything. Is. Oh, he was so... That's right. I had to... I, he gave me a little place, too. He had yeah. given me a couple... The week before, or two weeks before, we'd gone to New Mexico. Yeah. He gave me my little front runner box. My little box. That, and I told you, I said, everything's got to fit in this box. And you're like, oh, <laughs> that's going to be a challenge. So you called me a couple days before we left. You said, okay, how about a box and a bag? How about a box and two bags? I was like, you can have one bag. And, uh, so that that worked out well, and you did a fine job. He said he you was proud of job. me. But well. okay, here's the deal: when ladies are packing for a trip away, I'm packing for hiking clothes. I'm packing for clothes to go, you know, that I could explore town in. And I'm also there might be a date night. There might be a night where we head back, take our showers early, dress up a little, go out. I don't know this, so I had to pack some date night clothes. Hmm. Men do not evidently pack date night clothes. No, we wear the same thing on every other day that we wear to date nights, just like we did tonight. So, and tonight I wore date night clothes. You did, you did. Of course, I didn't know we were going out until I got here. So, in well, my defense, was, I know. but you did a fine job of packing 
But we don't have a whole lot of room. And like I told you, if you pack 17 days worth of clothes in a suitcase the size of a bookshelf, it ain't going to fit. So I have to know ahead of time. <laughs> What you're carrying and how big it's going to be. That's and why I gave you I'm a good the packer. box. I know the size of the box. And so you did a great job. Yeah, I'm a good packer. I'm not somebody who usually goes crazy. If I'm if I'm the one that is like traveling internationally and I've got to make it fit into a, a bag that I'm going to lug with me all over the place, mm-hmm. I can do just fine. Well, you do so then job. the second, so then on our next trip, I was able to eliminate one of the bags. I you just did. had. But that was a completely different trip. And we'll talk about mm-hmm. that next time. Well, we're going to wrap it up. And I appreciate Gia sharing with you. Sharing <laughs> with me and sharing with you. About our trip. That was really fun. And I appreciate you joining us here on Professor and Friends. Hope you have a wonderful week. As you go through this week, make sure that you look out for number one and don't step in number two. Have a good week.